It's part two of Camacho and Avo Week on the Cigar Dave Show podcast with brand activation manager and brand ambassador George Rami. The Cigar Dave Show is brought to you by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Real. Connecticut wrapper comes to Gurkha, mild, creamy, and smooth. That's the Gurkha Real. GurkhaCigars.com. By New World from A.J. Fernandez. There's a new world for every palate. From the mild New World Connecticut to the medium spicy New World Cameroon to the ultra flavorful bold New World Oscuro. AJFCigars.com. And by Davidoff of Geneva. Introducing the new Camacho Nicaragua. Forged in fire. Harnessing the wild flavors of Nicaragua. Camacho. Live loud. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. This is the Cigar Dave Podcast with the General. Camacho and Ava Week on the Cigar Dave Show podcast all week. We've got George Rami, the brand activation manager, brand ambassador for Camacho and Avo, who has been joining us. He joined us Monday, joining us today, and again Friday. The general front and center, long-ash greetings and salutations, a long-ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make America great again. Make masculinity great again. And George... We talked about your background on Monday. Today, I want to focus on the Camacho brand. Seven years ago, Camacho underwent a massive, massive relaunch, rebranding, repackaging. It took it from a decent brand, but a sleepy brand, to a brand now that is one of the most on-fire, hottest brands in the cigar industry, especially with consumers. The slogan is live loud, and when you look at any Camacho cigar, it screams loud at you in a good way. Yes, agreed. It went from a being, a, like you said, you know, a sleepy brand, a, 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 a mom-and-pop brand, basically, right? Um, and we, you know, we turned it into this, this, you know, big monster, live loud monster with, uh, with you know, just pretty much all the activations and everything, the rebranding in terms of uh, of packaging of uh, of the brand identity, basically, right? So, just a quick um, rundown. So, it's Camacho, you know, started back in 1962 with Simon Camacho. He passed away, left the brand dormant, you know, until about 1995 when the Aroa family picked it up and and pretty much merged the name Camacho with their uh, with Corojo, right? Um, and then the, the the Corojo, it was introduced. Uh, the the brand was introduced actually in in the U.S. in the year two thousand, right? Uh, prior to that, you know, pretty much all cigars were mild to medium, and 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 you know, here comes Camacho with this you know bold uh, 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 Corojo tobacco that we were using and uh, and launched it. It was uh, it was you know quite quite the experience. But until then, it, Camacho was not a, a global brand, right? So. In the year uh, 2008, Davidoff purchased uh, Camacho from uh, from the Aroa family, and you know it was just it, since then the transition and everything. Uh, there was a few hiccups and stuff, and uh, the main goal after a while was uh, to you know create Davidoff's Camacho, right? And that's where uh, where, where Dylan Austin came in, which is now the president of uh, of Davidoff North America. Uh, but Camacho was his his baby, you know, from uh, the beginning. He was one of the uh, acquisitions when, when the brand got acquired. He's one of the employees that came over and, and started working with Davidoff. And since then, his main goal was to, you know, flourish the brand that he had helped build 
uh, in the previous years. And, you know, he was the, the, the big part of, of the rebrand was his idea, right? Uh, and then we worked with an agency to, you know, create the colors, the identity, and, and all the, uh, the pretty much the, the atmosphere of the brand. Um, and we launched it back in, in 2013. And since then, uh, I think it was in 2014, that Camacho actually became a global brand. Prior to that, Camacho was sold in, you know, just a few countries, mainly the U.S., uh, uh, but now it's in, in, in uh, I think it's like 57, 60 different countries around the world, uh, which is pretty impressive. You know, um, and now it's just uh, it's a hot live loud brand um, that it's, you know, recognized uh, worldwide. Dude, thanks to the help and, and the reach of, of obviously the, the Davidoff network. Well, I remember interesting story that I'm sure you remember very well from one of the IPCPR conventions, maybe six, seven years ago, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention. It was either, I think it was in New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken. And if you look at the Camacho logo, there is a scorpion. And mm-hmm. it is, oh. it, it is a, it's on the band, it's on the box. It doesn't say scorpion. It just has a scorpion in there. And it's kind of a very, you know, it's just, it's unique. I mean, it's on the box, it's on the, uh, the band, and the it just kind of gives you... Right, the brand mascot, exactly. When you think of a scorpion, you're thinking, okay, man, that thing is powerful. That's got some uh, serious some serious juice to it. Well, somebody came up with the guerrilla marketing idea yep. to stick on the <laughs> – to, to take these 8.5 by 11 sheets, put a picture of a scorpion and said, uh, lost – if found, please report to Davidoff. I believe that's what it was, and they that was st- uh, that was uh, that was 2013 actually. It was 2013? Yeah, seven a, years yeah, ago. We, right. had, we had live scorpions on the on the floor. Um, that's right. And and yeah, and we're like, yeah, let's let's just spice things up. We lost one, <laughs> and <laughs> so that's why we went and we went into the, the office and printed out all these sheets and we right and put them all everywhere. over the place and people started freaking out and it got to the point where. The uh, director of the IPCPR had to come to your booth and say, "You got to get rid of that. We got people that are all worried. They're freaking out." Yeah, but man, it, they it, almost it, shut it, us it, down because of that. I mean, it, I, it created I remember a buzz, that. definitely. So it major worked, buzz. Yeah, we, I we mean, everybody was talking about it. People walked in the bathroom <laughs> like, oh, "I'm not going in there. There's a scorpion. I got to be careful." But it, you know, talk about great guerrilla marketing. I mean, it really that got people's attention and ultimately people heard it was kind of a hoax and then they still went to the booth and they checked it all out but and they checked the live scorpions that that we had which we didn't know they were so uh uh they fight each other right and they tear each other apart so we we started which was it was a mission because we had some scorpions here in our office in pinellas park and then so we're getting ready for the show and then at the moment you know the person that we had working is like all right let me uh, i gotta ship the scorpions Oh my God, we had to call the Department of, of, of Agriculture and get a permit or whatever it was. Anyway, long story short, we could not ship the, the scorpions that we had here in the office. So we had to go to Vegas. It was in Vegas. And we had to go buy some at a pet shop somewhere, you know. Uh, <laughs> and we got these scorpions and, and you know, we threw them inside the, this this uh, cage, basically. There's this case that we had built, which cost an arm and a leg because it had heated pads and all the stuff, right? Um, and you know, day one, all cool. You know, they're there showcasing all Scorpion. I think we had like four or five of them in there. Uh, but there was this one that was a little bit bigger than all the other ones, right? 
So, you know, we, they're all there. They started fighting, but the next day, you know, while we're all sleeping or partying or whatever it was, we come back and we see pieces of scorpions. They had destroyed one. All right. And we're like, oh man, uh, this is, I mean, it's cool because it's just one. And then we just kind of like, and the thing is that we could not go in there to like clean it up or whatever. So you had pieces of a scorpion there. And then the next day, they had killed they had you know destroyed two of them so now you had it was getting a little worse because you had like pieces of scorpions that we had to call somebody to come in to put their hand in there so you can put the sand on top of the little pieces anyway so long story short anyway, we ended up having one uh we named them camacho uh at the end right. the one that survived the, the biggest one and <laughs> at the end we're like okay um obviously we can't ship this freaking guy back to Pinellas Park. So what do we do? I think at some point we the guys that this dismantle the 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 floor show, the the actual booth and all that stuff, he ended up keeping the scorpion. Um but throughout this whole thing it was it was it was it was amazing because we had live scorpions. We did this guerrilla marketing thing which it was a complete success because everybody heard about it. You know, good or bad press, it was press. Uh and everybody had everybody came through that that case to see the scorpions uh uh you know live and then they were fighting and stuff. So it was a great great time it was uh you know it was a good thing to have those uh those scorpions there and what better way of, of introducing the mascot uh than to have you know live scorpions on the show it was it was pretty cool man yeah it definitely it it, it drew attention to the brand because there was a total relaunch all the retailers uh got their attention and the brand ever since then has just been exceeding expectations every year and i think that's a function of several things i think number one the cigars are great number two when you go into a retailer you can't miss a box of camachos on the shelf it flies out to you and even if you've never had camacho you look at that box you look at the specific brand and you say you know it's got my attention i'm interested and one of the cigars let's talk about the the, before we get into the entire lineup, but let's talk about the two new cigars that were launched this summer. First up, the Camacho Nicaragua. I smoked it on Monday during our uh, litation ceremony, during our Monday show podcast. Fantastic cigar, medium, medium plus. Love the slogan, and that is forged in fire from the Nicaraguan volcanic soil of Ometepe. Yes. So that's the news one to the, to the core line. Um, it was a project that started probably two, two and a half years ago. Uh, we were, you know, actually tasting some of the, um, the, the, you know, the, 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 just the, 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 the samples from the factory while we're at the show in, uh, in Vegas. And, you know, we did that just because it's, a, you know, that's when, when we all get together and it was, uh, we had the time and all that stuff and we had the face to face. Right. Um, and then it was, it, it was created pretty much to, to fill the gap that, in our opinion, we had uh, to fill in terms of the the core line, you know, right? Because just you know, kind of we'll go into a little bit more detail. But you have your Criollo, Connecticut, Ecuador, uh, and then from the Ecuador, you 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 we jumped to the uh, the the Honduran Puro, which is the uh, the Camacho Corojo, right? But in between, I think we had a, a little bit, you know, of space between that medium-bodied Ecuador. Uh, to the full-bodied uh, uh, Corojo. So, we, you know, the Camacho Nicaragua is a nice medium to full-bodied smoke uh, that features about 60% of the, of the filler is Nicaraguan that bears the name of, of the line. Um, and then that's, that's pretty much the dominant uh, tobacco in the, in the filler, right? Um, we usually name our lines just based on the wrapper that the cigar has. Uh, it just didn't happen this time. 
uh, we use the uh, the filler as the uh, the the anchor for the um, for the name of the line. Uh, it's worked out well, and also the the color, right? You know, with the with slogan "Forge and Fire," it was it was uh, it was appropriate to have a a, a burnt orange right which kind of like uh resonates with uh with you know lava and, and volcanoes and, and and stuff like that so that's that's what it is it's uh depending on on how like if you're gonna take a picture of it you know if, if depending on how you edit the picture which is it's i'm i'm in charge of taking the pictures for social and all that stuff it's very challenging because if you add a little you know saturation and it'll look like a like a grojo, but if you remove a little bit of, uh, of, of, you know, the, the, the color, then it'll end up being, uh, looking like a Connecticut. So that's, that's been a, a bit of a challenge, but once you see them in person, the box is beautiful, right? And the impactful packaging, the, the, the 14 coats of lacquer that it has that, you know, it's, it becomes a, it's a piano finish basically. Uh, it's very, you know, unapologetic, very, you know, impactful packaging that, that we use. So like you were mentioning just a, a minute ago, it, 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 when you walk into the sea of Brown, uh, in a humidor, uh, the Camacho boxes definitely stand out even more if that shop inside the humidor has one of the Camacho shopping shops. Uh, they're outstanding. It's uh, it becomes an anchor to the uh, to the humidor at the store. No doubt. So the Camacho Nicaragua was launched this summer, doing extremely well, flying off the shelves, three different sizes. It's got nice oaky uh, flavors, some nice subtle sweetness, definite spice. Great cigar. And then one of these cigars that I love, that I always look forward to every year that you have brought back, the Camacho Liberty. And the comes out right around July 4th. Very, very yep. limited. I believe there's what, like a couple of thousand boxes made. That's it. Not very many. There's Okay, so so the Camacho Liberty, right? It's uh, This year would be the 18th installment of the line. Right. So every year we come up with a with a new one, you know, kind of uh, just right around the, the uh, 4th of July to celebrate the uh, the independence of our country. Um, and it's something that we've been doing for the past, like I said, 18 years. And every year uh, we try to do something a little bit different but with the blend, playing around with the blends. Most of the, the releases have been the uh, our, our proprietary size, the 1118, uh, which is, you know, how how the Liberty got started. Uh, there's been a couple, I believe, uh, Robustos in the past, if I'm not wrong, but never a 6x60 box press like this year's, right? And in terms of packaging, I think this packaging for, 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 for this year, it's the one that is the most outstanding one, right? Because we went full lacquer on the box, so it's got piano finish on the entire huge box that it comes in. Uh, the coffins have uh, also the piano finish, uh, you know, it, it other years we've used just rustic wood, um, so it's very impactful. And and the blend also it's a little bit different, right? We use some uh, some Ecuadorian Habano wrapper on this one, fifth priming. Um, we have some uh, the binder. It's uh, it's it's original Corojo as well. And then the uh, the the filler's got a combination between Dominican and Honduran tobacco. Um, it's a medium to full body, right? Um, but the 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 thing that catches your eye is that this is a, a, a six by 60 it's a gordo it's a big cigar but it's a box press um and i think having the box press uh, uh aspect of it makes it a little bit more manageable i um as we speak i'm smoking a, a camacho connecticut 60 uh right now the gordo and the size i usually don't do not pick this size it's not my favorite one but when it comes to the uh, the liberty it's almost a perfect size it fits right in your on your uh, on your hand um and that's just a, you know a little bit of a of just we wanted to do it a little bit different this year right so i think uh the going you know blowing out the box with the you know full piano finish um 
doing the uh, the Camacho in the in the sixty uh, ring gauge, and then adding the box spread uh, box press aspect to it. It was a uh, it was a, a home run. And yeah, it's a limited edition. There's only two thousand boxes that come out, uh, and and you know it's uh, it's always it. It, we always sell out because it's uh, something that's perfect for collectors, for for a gift, you know, uh, and also, you know, it's a celebratory cigar. So it's always very, you know, it, it commemorates the, uh, the independence of, of the U.S. And it's very it's just, it's a line that it, that it will probably stay with us for for a long time because it's very successful. Yeah, it's a great cigar. I spoke one this summer and I still have about five left. I'm taking my time, but just the front of the box with that lacquered piano finish, there's an American bald eagle that just screams out at you. It says Camacho in red, live loud in silver over a blue, navy blue background. I love the color scheme. It just screams America, and it is a great cigar. It really is a complex cigar. Love the fact that it is square-pressed. Gives it a very unique uh, look and taste to it. And I think they're what twenty bucks suggested retail if you can find them. Yes, twenty bucks. And then it, it and that's another one of of the aspects, right? Some we get a little resistance sometimes um, with the price point, but after people see it and then they get to smoke it, it just that that just dissipates and it doesn't become a problem. But yeah, it, it's twenty dollars, and it's obviously Camacho is not an expensive brand, right? And then for twenty dollars, we 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 needed to to come up with something that was going to be worth the twenty dollars at least on the at least on the visual aspect of it because once you light up the cigar the cigar will, will do its job um but yes on this one that's why we went you know even further out on the on the on the box and the and just the, the packaging and everything uh just to kind of justify a little bit of, of, of you know why you get those twenty dollars uh what you have to pay twenty dollars for this uh, limited edition you know because it's it, it's always a uh a, the, the misconception, right, of, of, of Camacho not being an expensive brand, you know, why you guys have a $20 cigar. So it's a part of my job also to go and explain as to why and then what goes into the tobaccos, uh, the time, because it's not your just your regular production tobaccos in, the, in, in this cigar, right? Some of this tobaccos, like, for example, that Honduran Corojo that we use in the binders, a six-year-old Corojo uh, that we use on that one. Uh, a little bit of the, of the filler, it's just older tobacco. So there's there's time. Uh, and, and effort that go into these blends, and, and that's the reason why it's, we, we have to charge a little bit more uh, uh, for, for them. Well, I can tell you what, it is a, it's worth every penny. It is a delicious cigar. I know that some retailers still have a limited number of them, not many. So if you're interested, definitely check out the Camacho Liberty Series 2020 because when they're gone, they are gone. But a cigar that will not be gone is one of the mainstays, and it's a great creamy mild just pleasant cigar any time of day or night big seller the camacho connecticut and when we come back that's the cigar that i will enjoy for the international cigar lightation ceremony gurkha has long been known for making the world's finest cigars from its packaging to its construction every part of a gurkha cigar is exceptional and for those of you that are looking for a creamy mellow to medium cigar with notes of subtle sweetness and subtle tastes of cedar the Gurkha Real is for you featuring an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper Dominican Olor binder atop Dominican Criollo and Nicaraguan long fillers the Gurkha Real is a delightful sensory experience on your taste buds. Not overpowering, pleasant, smooth, a great cigar any time of day. Give the Gurkareal.com a try today. If you're looking for an any time of day cigar, the Gurkareal is for you. Check it out 
at GurkhaCigars.com. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, we just talked about the Camacho Connecticut. And this is a cigar that is an any time of day or night cigar. You want to have a breakfast cigar? Camacho Connecticut. After lunch cigar? Camacho Connecticut. Evening cigar? Late night cigar? Camacho Connecticut. Because it is a great, smooth, creamy, notes of sweetness. You just can't go wrong. Any way you look at it, it is just a very, very pleasant cigar. And one of the things that I always tell people is, you don't need even experienced connoisseurs. People are like, oh, no, no, I only like full-flavored cigars. Let me tell you something. There's plenty of flavor in mild-bodied cigars. And the Camacho Connecticut, tons of flavor, but very, very pleasant and balanced. Not going to blow you out of the water. Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Corojo binder. Lovely blend of Honduran and Dominican long fillers. Nice flavor. uh, Light sweetness, a little bit of a cedary type note, some creaminess. You just can't go wrong with it. And I have pulled out my favorite size, the Toro. Six inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. And the suggested retail on these particular cigars is very, very reasonable. It's not going to, you know, blow you out of the water. You can't go wrong. You're looking at about... Um, eight nine dollar cigar but very very pleasant and that's what i will enjoy today the camacho connecticut cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for cutting the maximum btu flame throwing and heat producing apparatus you know how i feel about the chinese communist party so I have from the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories the CCK, the Chinese Communist... Listen to this thing. This is like a giant blowtorch. You get the enemy Chinese Communists in front of us in a row, I mean, they could be 50 feet in front of me, and this thing will just absolutely vaporize them. But I'm going to keep it on low heat so that I don't vaporize my Camacho Connecticut. But it will do a marvelous job conducting combustion maneuvers for me to enjoy this beautiful stick. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. Let me toast the foot of this Camacho Connecticut. Taking my time. See, now, if I put it all the way like that, that is is vaporizing Chinese communist killers. That's just, it's going to whack... So I got to bring it way down. There we go. Much better. Don't want to overdo it. Want to take our time here, and as I do so, I can tell you that the first several wafts of aroma from this Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper engulfing me—almost a very nice sweet aroma. Puff and rotate. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let me blow on the foot of the cigar. Perfect even amber glow. So I know now the cigar will smoke evenly. I won't get what's called canoeing where one side will burn, another side won't. Take it for a couple of puffs. Oh, I heard it right. Mm. You can't go wrong 
with the Camacho, Connecticut. And George, let me bring you back in. This is one of your biggest sellers in the Camacho line. Yes, actually, the, the, the Camacho, Connecticut, believe it or not, we're the, the makers of the boldest cigars in the world. And the our mildest one, uh, uh, it's our best-selling one. You know, yep. by probably three times, you know, the uh, the next contestant, which would be uh, uh, Camacho Corojo. Uh, and then you have uh, American Barrel Age. But, yeah, so that goes to tell you that, you know, people like uh, a milder smoke and, and, and that it's just a little bit of history on, on the brand. Prior to the brand being launched in the year 2000, uh, everything in the market was mild to medium. You know, there was no really bold cigars back in the day. And that's why, you know, uh, when, you know, the, the, the brand came in, it was a perfect fit. Uh, in, in, in the world where there was no bold cigars uh, uh, at the moment. You know, this is back in the year 2000 when Camacho was introduced. But yeah, the Camacho Connecticut, it's a nice, creamy, everyday, all-day cigar. You know, that's why it sells so well because it, uh, it'll it satisfy the, the aficionados uh, uh, palate, you know, in a, in, a, in a great way. And also, you know, if, if somebody's a novice and it's it's definitely could be anybody's first cigar. You know, I like I like to call this one. Uh, uh, it's a Connecticut with balls, right? Because it does have a nice creamy wrapper on it. Right. But what's under what's under the hood? It's you know the binder and the filler. You have you know your signature Corojo uh, binder, and then you have a combination between two proprietary seeds and the and the filler. You have Aleman Ligero and uh, and Generoso. Uh, one is from Dominican Republic. Uh, the Aleman Ligero is a German engineer seed that is grown in Dominican Republic, and then you have a, a proprietary seed, uh, uh, the Generoso, uh, which you know make this this combination uh uh you know a, a success and this was the first the first joint venture between camacho and davidoff at the moment it was launched back in 2009 and it's been a, a it's been a hit since uh since then well it's interesting because you've got a line extension to the camacho connecticut the camacho connecticut distillery edition that was uh, launched not that long ago talk about that that's that's ups the flavor ante just a little bit yeah so the the, the the distillery right but but before that we have um the the first one was the the camacho box press right the box press it's it's obviously you know name says it all it's a box press cigar but with just to tweak it uh, the blend a little bit we added in the filler pennsylvania broadleaf right which is a, a little bit of stronger tobacco used in very small quantities to up the flavor of of the blend so that's what we released first and then we did the distillery which the distillery is basically the same blend right just we use the corojo components of on, on each one of the blends and we age them in the in the in bourbon barrels for uh, for six months right so it gives it that nuance of flavor that uh that you know may trigger a a, a established camacho connecticut aficionado to go and venture off into trying uh uh the new distillery it also opens up doors to people that like the uh, that you know that like aged cigars and and and, and you know bourbon for example we have our, our American barrel age uh, we have our Nicaraguan barrel age which is in rum barrels uh, but th this gives our core line you know some new dimensions into into having you know people try uh, the the core lines in, in different ways right um, and they've all been great successes uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of the Camacho box press Toro Connecticut. Uh, and and uh, Corojo, those two are, are probably some of my favorite ones. And then distillery, distillery only. So the best-selling sizes in the industry are Toro, uh, Robusto Toro, and Gordo, right? The distillery line we only offer it in the uh, in the Toro, uh, just because it's it's a it's a it, 
you know, it's a novelty, basically, you know, adding adding the uh, the Corojo uh, that's been, you know, barrel aged for for six months into our core line. So we didn't want to expand it into doing Robusto, Toro and Gordo uh, just because it, it'll never overpower, you know, or surpass the, the sales, for example, of our regular core line. So we only did them in the Toro um, and it's regular production. It's not a limited edition. You know, it, it's out there uh, year round and it's uh, it's it's done pretty well, man. And I, I think out of the three. The Connecticut one is the one that you actually get to uh, to you know experience a little bit more of that barrel age, um, just because in the Connecticut you have its uh, it's the, the component like it, okay the Corojo it's uh, the, it's so powerful in terms of you know having the wrapper binder and filler being all Corojo tobacco that just the, that that hint of barrel aging on that one component of the Corojo it's not enough. To you know, you still taste it, but it's not as as, as potent as the uh, the one in the in the Connecticut. Uh, so the Connecticut would be my choice in the distillery lines. Well, I'll tell you what, I find that you know that that barrel age, the distillery, that's just a great line extension that uh, you have created, and both it comes in in getting into the barrel aged. You've got the Camacho American barrel aged and the Nicaraguan barrel aged. So let's talk about both cigars, the differences, how they differ in terms of taste complexion, and the inspiration behind those two cigars. Yeah, so the American barrel aged was launched back in uh, in 2015, right? A uh, huge push. It was uh, uh, just, you know, it, it was our first uh, venture into the barrel aging world with Camacho. And since we uh, we were in the process of, of building our new factory, right, and the expertise was not in Honduras at the moment, uh, the, the American Barrel Age is the only Camacho that is actually made in the Dominican Republic at our Davida factory in the Dominican Republic. I don't know if you knew that. Um, but they had a little bit more experience in the uh, in the barrel aging process. So they, you know, they took on that, uh, that um, you know, that 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 task of uh of creating this blend and there was a lot of trial and error in this one uh i don't know i would probably say about 30 35 different uh, uh tweakings of the blend um you know just because we didn't want something to taste like if it was infused in bourbon uh that was not the the idea and it, it was you know it was just a lot of trial and error and once it came out you know that we launched it back in uh, in 2015 it was it's I, to this day it's the biggest launch camacho has ever had Right. Really, there was a big yes. There was a big push in terms of uh, of, of social presence, and also you know it was backed by a uh, by a road tour. That's one of the three road tours. That was my second road tour, national road tour uh, uh, that I did around the country. So I went all over the country with the truck and the trailer, uh, wrapped up with flames on the sides, and then all that stuff, the barrels and all that. People, you know, when I was driving around, people thought I was uh, you know that was coming from uh, from Kentucky that I used that I that, that were like some right. distillery or something. Camacho is that a new distillery? No, so I had to explain it. So that was a, that was a big push on that. Uh, and just in, in general, you know, the blend is just to this day is definitely one of my favorite ones. Um, it, and it's just it, it it was perceived by the consumer in a in a in a great way that it's uh, it, it made it uh, Camacho's biggest launch by far. Wow, incredible! Yeah, and they're great cigars. We, we surpassed the three times the uh, the the you know initial uh, budget that we had that we had for for the line. So it was a you know a big plus plus for us here. To commemorate the founding, the discovery of the new world, A.J. Fernandez teamed up with his father, Ishmael, for the very first time to create the new world lineup of cigars, 
from A.J. Fernandez. And there is a new world for every cigar connoisseur's taste palette. For those of you that like a mild, creamy cigar, first up, without any question, the A.J. Fernandez New World Connecticut is for you. If you are looking for more of a medium-bodied, spicy cigar, not overly spicy, just enough, I would suggest the New World Cameroon. And for those of you that are looking for an ultra-flavorful, bold, rich taste experience, the New World Oscuro would be the choice. There is a New World from A.J. Fernandez for every cigar taste palette. Check it out, AJFCigars.com, a new world for everyone. George, you mentioned that the Camacho Corojo was or is the second leading selling brand in the Camacho lineup. Let's talk about Corojo. The Corojo, yeah, so the Corojo, it's, uh, it's, it's just the DNA of the brand, right? That's, that's our, 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 our baby. It's, uh, it, it brings out the, 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 just the, the heritage of the brand. Um, and, you know, using the, the original Corojo, which was, you know, used in Cuba in its heyday, uh, it's, it's, it's our most Cubanesque flavor profile that we have, right? Um, so those seeds came from, uh, from, from Cuba uh, back in the 60s when they fled uh, just the whole, you know, Castro thing. And then they were, they, all the growers in Cuba were forced to go out and, 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 and you know, use their seeds and, and tried to, uh, to, to plant them but the problem is that with, with corojo it's a very uh it, the, the the plant is very susceptible to the to diseases right so you had to you know there was a lot of trial and error back in the day so they went you know to mesoamerica started in mexico all the way down uh and, and ended up in 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 honduras right uh, honduras and nicaragua so this this you know this volcanic uh uh valley basically that that's shared in uh between honduras uh which is hamastran and then you have a uh the um, the other side, which is uh, Jalapa Valley, it's a volcanic area that is uh, shared by both countries. Happens to be that there's a line, an invisible line in the middle that is the border. But that whole volcanic area was a perfect uh, uh, just uh, scenario for the Corojo plant to grow, right? And uh, it's been growing there for the past, you know, almost 50 years now. Um, and that's where where the original Corojo comes from, and that's that's just a signature taste flavor profile that Camacho is about, right? And that's why it's 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 our second you know best selling line uh, after the Connecticut, just because you know the the Connecticut is smoked by the masses, like the most of the majority of our consumers smoke that one, uh, but the Connecticut the the Corojo, I'm sorry, it's uh, it's just that bold flavor profile that Camacho is about. That is that is why that one is it's our second second biggest one. Um, just because of the, the 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 tones that it gets and the the, the leather notes, that blast of pepper, uh, it's very uh, it, it's very different from anything else out there. And it's the only one that is our our, our only Honduran puro wrapper, binder, and filler. It's Honduran Corojo. Wow, that's uh, and that's got a lot of power. That is definitely on a scale of one to ten. That is definitely in the nine to ten area. That is a big flavorful cigar, definitely for a connoisseur with an experienced palate. A hundred percent. Very, very nice. All right, so let's move now into one of my favorites, the Camacho Ecuador. First of all, I love the color, the turquoise teal color of the box, the band, but more so the cigar has just got great flavor, a little bit tamer than the Camacho Corojo, but it's, uh, I would say it's medium plus, very flavorful, great stick with some uh, very nice Ecuadorian uh, tobaccos. Yeah, so that one it's a, it's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, right? 
this was uh, on the on the binder. You have a, uh, a Brazilian Matafina uh, binder, which was the, the the I believe is the first time that we used that that type of tobacco. In uh, aside from whatever the uh, the filler has in the uh, triple Maduro, um, and and this one was you know that that teal color, man, it just stands out, right? And also in the in the filler, you have a little bit of corojo, you have criollo ligero, and then uh, some Dominican pelo de oro, which is you know just a combination of all those blends and then putting them together in a recipe. Uh, it was an outstanding launch. That one was uh, I think was back in 2016, if I'm not wrong, that we launched the uh, the Camacho Ecuador, and it's been a strong you know a strong seller for us since uh, since then. You know it's offered in in pretty much all the formats that we offer the the rest of the the line. So you have your robusto, your toro, your Gordo, uh, the Figurado, and then the Churchill. The Churchill would be my personal favorite out of the line, just because I had mentioned before, I like longer cigars just because it gives me peace of mind that I have a lot of the experience at the moment, you know, when I'm going to smoke a cigar, if I, if I smoke a Robusto, I panic because I'm like, oh my God, I'll be done with this in 30, 35 minutes. Right. Uh, I smoke, I smoke quickly. Um, and, and the, the Churchill one would be my, uh, my go-to when it comes to the, uh, to, to the Ecuador, you know. And then it's very, it's got, and then the flavor profile, it's a little bit different too than some of the other ones. You get some floral citrus notes on this one uh, that is added by that, you know, Piloto, uh, Piloto, uh, Pelo de Oro, and, uh, and, and some of that Brazilian Matafina tobacco. That's where that, that flavor profile comes in from. A new cigar that has just hit retailer shelves, the Camacho Nicaragua. The Camacho Nicaragua is forged in fire. Some things just can't be tamed. If you are looking for a cigar with full frontal flavor, with notes of sweetness, spiciness, oaky flavors, with some cigar tobaccos from Nicaragua that are forged in volcanic soil, the Camacho Nicaragua is for you. It features an Ecuadorian wrapper, Honduran binder, Honduran Dominican filler, as well as a special filler from Nicaragua, the volcanic island of Ometepe. What does that Ometepe tobacco give to the Camacho Nicaragua? It gives a very unique intensity with a unique oaky flavor. So if you're looking for a cigar that is medium to full, tons of flavor with a unique flavor spectrum, Give the Camacho Nicaragua a try. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Before we get back with George talking about the Camacho lineup, a couple of other Camachos I want to hit. I want to tell you about the Cigar Dave Officers Club. We have featured Camacho cigars many times over the years in the Cigar Dave Officers Club. And we feature the Camachos because they're great cigars, just like we feature many other brands. Every month you get three great cigars shipped directly to you in a Cigar Dave Officers Club Ziploc pouch. For October, featuring the Gurkha Heritage, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Dominican Nicaraguan, and USA Pennsylvania cigar tobacco. A nice medium, medium full cigar with notes of dark chocolate, coffee, spice. Comes in a nice cedar sleeve. You can even use that to light up the Gurkha Heritage. We featured some fantastic cigars at great, great values. For example, Last month in September, the Placencia Alma del Fuego, Spanish word for fire, just radiates passionate flavors. Three great cigars, $45 suggested retail. Nicaraguan Puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, filler, $45 suggested retail for all three cigars, $22.95 
membership in the Cigar Dave Officers Club. So you get great value, great cigars. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, join the Officers Club, makes a great gift. The holidays are coming up. Great gift for your wife, husband, friend, lover, mistress, guma, whatever. If you are looking for a very unique gift, the Cigar Dave Officers Club would be a perfect, the subscription would be a perfect gift for your friend, your boss, your loved one. Just go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, all the details there. George, let us talk about the Camacho Criollo, nice yellow band. Criollo to me is, I would say, in the eh, probably medium, medium plus category, definitely tamer than the Corojo. Maybe, I think it's slightly tamer than the Ecuador, but everybody has their own opinion, but a very, very nice cigar. Yeah, it's actually uh, in the in the pyramid of our uh, of the brand, right? It sits, it, believe it or not, it sits below the the uh, the Connecticut, you know, uh, because what I was talking about, the Connecticut, what's under the hood, it's what gives the cigar its power, right? Um, the Criollo, it, it's just, it's misconceptive sometimes because it does have a, a darker wrapper. But for example, that, uh, that Criollo 98, it's fourth priming. Right. So it's less intense than if we were to use a fifth priming, which is, you know, it, it, you know, it stays on the plant a little bit longer. It gets affected by the element. So it, 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 in, in return, it does produce a little bit more uh, nicotine and, 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 and it's more powerful. So, no, we use a fourth priming on this one. Um, it, some Corojo, uh, uh, original Corojo in the, uh, the binder. And then the, the filler has a combination of, uh, of Criollo and then Piloto Cubano. Piloto Cubano is a Dominican tobacco that's very uh, sweet by nature. So it makes you, you know, salivate a little bit more, and it's very sweet on the palate. Um, it's I we consider it a medium bodied, you know. Um, to me personally, it's a mild to medium. You know, that's another one that I could smoke at any time of the day. Uh, but now the, the the flavor profile, it's a little bit different than the Connecticut, right? So you have your strength, and then you have your flavor profile. In terms of strength, it's a nice, you know, mild to medium, more on the medium side. Uh, but the flavor profile, it's different. The, uh, the, the Connecticut is more inviting. It, it's, it's open to everybody. Um, but the Criollo, it's got, you know, a, a couple of uh, different flavor notes that, uh, that it, that's, you know, that are very uh, unique to that, that blend in particular. Um, that with the Criollo, it's, it's there because it's, uh, you know, it's not a huge seller for us. But there are some people that have been uh, smoking it for, for quite a while now. It, it, this is the one that replaced the old Havana uh uh line back from back in the day uh so the criollo we had to tweak a couple of things uh, on in terms of the wrapper uh at the moment and and you know when we rebranded it um but it's uh it's, it's there man it's uh you know it's offered in the in the the, the sizes that i uh that i had mentioned before some of the ones you have to robusto toro figurado uh there is a gigante uh on this one in particular which is a, a six and, and and six and a half by 54 so it's almost a uh, six by 60 um, and then you have your Churchill, you know, which is a true Churchill, 48 by 7. Actually, then again, that's my favorite one, the Criollo Churchill. Uh, I like a longer cigar. I would probably do it in the Figurado as well. But if I have to pick up, I would do the uh, the Criollo. Uh, bright yellow, impactful packaging, uh, the 14 coats of lacquer, piano finish on the box. You know, it, uh, we spare no expense on this one. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, highly recognized uh, line that it's, uh, you know, it's been uh, perfect to uh, addition to our, 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 you know, our portfolio. Um, and, and that one, like I said, it sits at the bottom of the pyramid and then it comes to the, uh, the Connecticut, then you have your Ecuador. 
and then you have Nicaragua and and, and Corojo. But uh, but the, the Criollo, it's uh, I, I I love it. Actually, I love it, and because we do have an offering, which is the uh, machitos, right? Uh, on the machitos only come in Criollo, Connecticut, and Corojo. Um, out of obviously the Connecticut. It's the easiest one to smoke. You have your little long filler, uh, smaller cigars, uh, which is like a short panatella. And, and then, but the Criollo gives it, you know, still long filler. Uh, it gives a nice uh, flavor profile for a small cigar that is very, uh, uh, very, you know, inviting. It's very easy to smoke. Uh, so I like out of, out of the three, I would probably go with the Criollo when it comes to the, uh, to the Machitos, the smaller cigars. Great smoke. One other cigar that I definitely have to bring up is the Triple Maduro. If somebody is looking for a really full, hearty cigar, tons of Maduro flavor, that Triple Maduro, it's an all-Maduro cigar. Actually, it was the world's first all-Maduro cigar, and I remember when I first lit that thing up, that is major, major flavor, total flavor bomb. Yeah, that one that one plows through the crowd with you know, uh, but but uh, you know all, all the bells and whistles when it comes to uh, to full throttle, right? So it's uh it's the world's first triple Maduro cigar. The name says it all. Wrapper, binder, and filler are all fermented to the point where they become Maduros. And but at that at that moment, um, they so the tobacco by nature once you ferment it, you know, it, it, it passes a point where it starts diminishing in terms of intensity, right? And then sugars start to come out. So you pick up a little bit of, uh, and and when you have the three components doing that at the same time, uh, sweetness uh, starts to evolve. Some uh, some you know so the sugars start to uh, to come out, and and you pretty much pick up some chocolate, like maybe dark chocolate notes. It's a dry smoke as well. Um, that one, my favorite size on that one would be the uh, Figurado, right? So that one we have actually we had a Corona. On that one, basically on all of our offerings, we had Coronas, but uh, the Coronas it just didn't do that well for us, so we had to discontinue right. them. But that was one of the ones that I was that was my favorite one in the Trip Maduro, the Corona. I had to replace it with the Figurado. You know, just cut the little tip of that one, and it's just an outstanding cigar. Um, I would say that one, yes, just it, it. People think that it's a super strong cigar. I would probably challenge that. It is a definitely a medium body, a medium body, a full bodied cigar. But it's not it's not going to you know knock you off your feet because it's a triple Maduro. No, what that means is that the, the three components of the cigars were extra fermented. But when, when that happens, like I mentioned, uh, sugars start to come out. You know, some of the, the, the intensities of the uh, of the leaves start to diminish and it becomes a more uh, I mean, the name says it. It's, it's a it's a matured uh, cigar. Right. Um, and that's that, that's definitely it took 81 different uh, uh, trial and error. Uh, tweaks on that blend and it was actually launched back in 2007 and it's been a, a staple in uh, in our portfolio since then um it, it's definitely not a morning cigar you know don't don't smoke that on an empty uh-uh. stomach no uh, turn purple you know I've, I've made that mistake before uh but you know i guess as as, as my tolerance has has built up i'm, I'm able to handle it you know a, a little bit better but yeah the beginning back when i was in, in retail you know i'm thinking uh 2004 2005 uh when you know my rep would come in and it's like oh yeah i have a sample of this the camacho trip maduro it was great the, the box and everything that oily you know dark wrapper was outstanding uh but once you smoke it it's uh it's it's full throttle but you know, if you're a seasoned smoker, it'll it'll you know trigger different parts of your palate, but it's not overwhelming, right? So it's not huge a tobacco that's huge in nicotine. So it's not like you know you're not gonna get dizzy and stuff like that. 
if, if you do it in the right settings, maybe with a, you know, semi full stomach, you know, perhaps plenty of water or anything else to, uh, to, you know, kind of like wash it down a little bit. Um, but it's an, it's an outstanding blend. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the only one that it's a, you know, trip Maduro wrapper binder and filler. It's uh, it's pretty outstanding what that one. Yeah, my, my recommendation one, for the triple Maduro would be after a nice big ribeye steak dinner with some nice cab or 100%. some single malt scotch, especially if you like a, a, a peaty oaky type of, of single malt scotch. I would, I would light it up, but take your time smoking it. Do not be in a rush. You need to take a puff, then let it sit for about a minute. A lot of flavor, just let it sit. But for somebody that's that likes a mild, mild, medium, even medium plus, this is not the cigar for you. But if you want a super full flavored, you have a palate that likes a rich cigar, the Camacho Triple Maduro, definitely worth a try. George, great uh, talking about the Camacho lineup today. And when we wrap up Camacho and Avo Week on the Cigar Dave Show podcast Friday, we will discuss the new Avo offerings and the entire Avo lineup of cigars. And we'll tell some Avo Uvasian stories, the man behind the Avo line. Cigar Dave, the general, saying thanks to George Rami, brand ambassador and brand activation manager for Camacho and Avo, part of Davidoff. Uh, may your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Make masculinity great again. 